This is Talk of the Town on Magic 590 and 100.5. I'm Bob Cudmore. Today's guest is Gary McCarthy, the mayor of Schenectady. I want to start off about the uh, Conference of Mayors. You're president of the New York State Conference of Mayors, and the group met recently in Albany. A news story uh, out of that uh, meeting uh, said that you and other mayors are proposing a new way to try to get more state aid, which would involve, I believe, rewarding cities that foster economic development. Is that so? Well, the New York Conference of Mayors uh, for a long period of time, almost a decade, has advocated for an increase in unrestricted aid, commonly referred to as AIM, Mm -hmm. Aid and Assistance uh, for Municipalities. the legislature and the governor have not looked favorably on those requests, and we have not had an increase uh, in a very long time. And so part of the changes that we're looking for in our advocacy is to change from looking for that uh, increase in unrestricted aid, but to kind of complement the governor's program of uh, consolidated funding applications so that they're done on a regional basis and really looking to drive economic development within communities or regions. Mm -hmm. So that we're trying to uh, complement our advocacy looking for assistance for municipalities to those programs at the state level. And so uh, we've uh, submitted some of that more informally and then we'll be doing a formal uh, lobbying I'm not sure she used the term lobbying. Mm-hmm. We're advocating for uh, that in January. And as we uh, get into the new year, hopefully we'll get a, a better uh, response and greater level of support from members of the legislature and the governor's office. So it sounds like you're trying to get on board with something the governor's pushing, which is economic development. Say, look, it's not that we're just banging the tin cup, as they say here. So we're doing these good things. We Exactly. It's trying to get everybody on the same page for the message and uh, so that our goals and objectives match those incentives uh, that are being put forth by the state. Hmm. Uh, any other uh, statewide issues in your role as uh, head of the state conference of mayors? Oh, there's always a number of issues. Okay. So you don't have enough time on the show to have to go through all the things. But, you know, uh, the New York Conference of Mayors and Municipal Officials represents the uh, 62 cities and all the villages across the state. So there's over 500 mayors uh, and there's, uh, you know, from things at New York City, the uh, 10 or 12 uh, medium-sized communities, uh, then all the villages. It's a wide myriad of uh, desires and goals that we uh, try and work together and uh, create a common message of uh, the good things that are happening in New York. There have been some reports of discontent on the part of some city workers uh, in Schenectady, some workers in the Bureau of Services Department, which I believe handles solid waste, snow plowing, Other city services have complained about bullying and harassment by management. The city attorney, though, uh, told some uh, committees of the city council that workers in that particular department have filed six workplace violations in the last couple of years, while the union contends that 18 complaints were filed, uh, according to published reports. Have you discussed this disparity over how many 
complaints there have been well, with it was union a, officials. Remember the city council, Lisa Perrazzo, had uh, said she had all this documentation. Uh, I was on vacation the last council meeting. She said that couldn't present it to me then. Uh, I had asked her for that Monday night at the committee meeting. She said she would do that yesterday. She'd sent me an email saying she's now going to decline to provide that documentation. We have a very uh, specific and clear outline of responsibility for workplace violence. We want to make sure uh, employees are treated fairly. They're given the opportunity to do their job. And we take any complaint that comes in seriously. We have only had one complaint of a union member complaining about management. Uh, most of those, you know, we even take complaints where uh, employees will complain about citizens who may uh, conduct themselves in a manner that is uh, deemed to be uh, threatening or uh, create some fear or hostility. But we follow up on those. Uh, we do internal reviews. And we've had a number of complaints that have been followed up on that are that are founded. So we take either disciplinary action or – uh, other remedial action to make sure that employees are, again, safe and able to do their job. Mm-hmm. And if an employee is not satisfied with the process, they have an option of going to the New York State Department of Labor, uh, which Councilmember Perrazzo, again, was calling for an independent uh, review. Uh, and again, she actually voted for that policy, which was adopted a few years ago, mm-hmm. and seemed to be Monday night she didn't realize what she'd actually voted for, what was actually in the policy or procedure that's afforded to the employees today. And we've had uh, one case that has gone to arbitration uh, in that time frame. It was uh, in the contract where it stated that employees would be paid for 12 hours being on call. They, for some reason, had been paid 18 hours was an error. It was a decision that was made in a prior administration uh, that was just inconsistent with the contract. In reviewing that, the uh, Commissioner of General Services, myself, the Finance Commissioner, said, you know, that the contract says one thing. That's what we're going to do. Those employees, of course, who we, we effectively reduce some of their income, and I understand where they can be uh, less than pleased with that, but I have to live up to the terms and conditions of the contract some of which I like, sometimes I don't like, in that the arbitrator found in favor of the city that the contract said mm-hmm. they're supposed to be paid 12 hours and that's what we're paying them. Um, th- you said that you have, you're diligently uh, approached this issue of workplace violence. What was the timeline of, of that becoming city policy? Because as you and I know or remember, I mean, it was almost 10 years ago now that there was a great um, – hubbub, a man still serving prison time uh, for uh, workplace uh, violence in the school department of, of Schenectady. Did, uh, is that when the city got... Uh, uh, the state required this uh, policy be adopted in, I believe we adopted it in 2013. And I worked on the case with uh, Rossi with the school district when I was an investigator in the district attorney's office. Yeah, his name is Stephen Rossi. Correct. So I'm well aware of that fact pattern and the uh, things that he had done, and there is nothing being alleged at that level. 
And again, I had met with the union. Uh, there was just a recent election, so they elected a new president, vice president, and had had conversations with him in my office. Uh, we had gone out to lunch recently, gone over uh, just general topics, and none of these things were raised to me. If brought to my attention, we take swift and affirmative action to deal with any situation like this. The Times Union newspaper brought you and uh, three other area mayors together for a panel uh, discussion. Uh, you objected to non-funded state mandates when they ask you what you object to. Uh, what's an example of that? There's a, a number of things that we don't have direct control over that just have to pay as localities, one of which is uh, you know, the state retirement system uh, that's managed by the controller, uh, does say generally a very good job doing that, but it's a significant portion uh, of local government. With uh, public safety, we're locked into uh, binding arbitration uh, process if we can't come to an agreement uh, with the respective unions. And that is that it's a third party imposes the terms and conditions on the city. Uh, that over time has cost communities a lot of money. Where other public employees, there's a, a process where you negotiate, you can go to fact-finding, and the final uh, decider becomes the legislative body, which has to set the tax rate, which has to adopt a budget. But with public safety, that's outside of that purview and is determined Again, if you can't come to an agreement, we've been fortunate in Schenectady since I've been mayor to be able to come to uh, negotiated settlements. But where you have to go to binding arbitration, the uh, terms and conditions of the contract are imposed upon the community by a third party. Mm. Also, in that gathering of, of the mayors, you said your greatest concern is public safety, or that's what keeps you up at uh, night, and also well, gun violence. Well, correct. It's dealing with uh, weather events, uh, kind of the unknown. But we have, uh, you know, had uh, a series of uh, things in Schenectady, whether it's flooding, mudslides, major fires. I'm very proud of the men and women who work for the city, uh, police, fire, and our support services who have responded really with uh, a high level of professionalism, have mitigated damage, and uh, resolved these problems in a timely manner. Uh, but it's something that we uh, are always worried about, and you never know quite when that's going to happen. You know, the call comes in at uh, 2 o'clock in the morning, it's a major fire or some other catastrophe has happened. You have to make sure that you have the adequate staffing uh, and mm -hmm. trained personnel to respond in an appropriate manner. You and I believe some of the other mayors also made the point that you like to get out and about and actually talk to constituents. As you continue to serve in office, is there less opportunity to do that? Uh, no. As you serve in office, more and more people know you so that you're talking to constituents, whether you're just walking down the street, you're at the supermarket, you're uh, at other public events. So uh, I've been uh, very pleased, you know, with the dialogue that occurs in the community, very proud of uh, uh, the community as a whole stepping up to uh, support the renaissance that's occurring in Schenectady. It's not only in downtown, 
Uh, we've seen Erie Boulevard. We're seeing significant projects uh, in the neighborhood, and we're uh, you know about to deploy a major uh, smart city initiative with National Grid, GE, AT&T, Cisco, uh, Intel, a number of uh, major partners that, again, will build on those opportunities and the good things that are happening within the community. What is, can you tell us more about the Smart City Initiative? The uh, kind of the, the simple scenario is communities today replace uh, their streetlights with LED lights. LEDs mm-hmm. are much more efficient than mercury or sodium vapor lights. When you're on the light pole, the option is now to add other hardware there. Uh, to put optical sensors, to put environmental sensors, to put uh, communication devices that uh, will allow the expansion of uh, really the next generation of wireless and sensor-based technology. So as we move to what people commonly refer to as 5G technology, some of the most valuable real estate and communities will be those light poles or telephone poles. And I want Schenectady to be a leader in that and want us to help set uh, not only a state agenda, but a national agenda. And very fortunate to have our partnership with National Grid and other uh, major vendors as we move forward in it. And some of it, it's a a little bit uh, difficult, but at the same time exciting, because some of these things have never been done before. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, we're cautiously approaching some that... uh, you're going to have really significant impact in terms of delivery of city services, uh, working with our healthcare community, and also working with the school district so that we'll provide educational opportunities that will extend beyond the traditional school buildings. We're talking with Gary McCarthy, the mayor of Schenectady, and uh, downtown building uh, goes on. I, last time I was in uh, downtown Schenectady, uh, the, the State Street at least was partially blocked. There's this big building going up. It's near the community college. I mean, there's a whole like cluster of these buildings. What is that? Uh, that's uh, the Mill Lane project being undertaken by a local architect and uh, developer, J.T. Pollard. Uh, significant project. Uh, it's involved the demolition of some older buildings and the total rehab of other ones. So there's going to be uh, apartments there. There's going to be uh, some retail. There's going to be some breweries and distilleries that will complement mm-hmm. some of the uh, course offerings that are be, being provided at the community college. And it continues the, the redevelopment and build-out of uh, the city of Schenectady as a whole, where we initially focused on what's referred to as the 400 block or where Proctor's is. This project will help complete that section of State Street running from Mary Boulevard down to the community college. Over in the stockade, there's something called the pump station, uh, and the city has received a grant to help pay for reconstruction of the uh, pump station. Can you explain what the pump station does and why it needs to be reconstructed? Well, it's a uh, wastewater pump station, so it services not only the city of Schenectady, but uh, some of the residents in uh, Scotia and part of Glenville, uh, the facility was damaged during Irene and Lee back in 2011. And we also simultaneously were seeing work being done at the casino site or immediately after that. And we were in negotiations with DEC and entered into a consent order to deal with some uh, 
overflow issues we had in flooding that occurred in the East Front Street area. The old pump station uh, had a more limited capacity where it pumped uh, wastewater up to the Front Street level, and then it went into basically a gravity feed that ran the uh, fluid down to the wastewater treatment facility on Anthony Street. What we're doing here is to increase the capacity and uh, rebuild the station so that it will be uh, weather resistant for any high water event that may occur on the Mohawk River where it won't be subject to being compromised or shut down. And it will be a forced main going from that pump station all the way to Anthony Street. So it changes the engineering somewhat and uh, it's going to position the facility so that it'll be there for hopefully the next hundred years, being able to serve this community and some of the surrounding areas. There is a, a dispute between Ellis Hospital, which is based in Schenectady, and Albany Med, Albany Medical Center, based in Albany. Ellis complaining that Albany Med is unfairly encroaching on Ellis's traditional prime area of uh, Schenectady with the proposed new surgical center just over the line from Schenectady in uh, Niskayuna. Uh, does Ellis have a point here, and how have you got involved in this issue? Uh, I have taken a position to uh, oppose Albany Med's uh, application to move a surgical center into the Upper Union Street Urgent Care Center. And we went through a uh, uh, very detailed and sometimes uh, generate a little bit of public debate over the Burger Commission uh, which consolidated a number of hospitals and healthcare facilities throughout the state. Uh, in Schenectady, we had uh, Ellis Hospital absorb the uh, treatment needs of the old St. Clair's mm -hmm. Hospital, and they rebased the model so that hopefully we had adequate uh, coverage for whatever procedure or service you might need or the other residents of Schenectady. Uh, what Albany Med's application is, is to move a uh, surgical center into the Upper Union Street, just literally hundreds of feet outside of the city of Schenectady, uh, into what's primarily Ellis's footprint. And, you know, we all want convenience. When you have to go to the doctor, you're looking for uh, some follow-up, some treatment. If you have to have surgery or mm -hmm. other procedure, we all want to a level of convenience, but we have to make sure that we don't have facilities that are being underutilized so that, in fact, they're not successful and you end up closing them and they create disruption in the market. So there's a certificate of need process for these type of facilities, and that's what they're going through so that the state Department of Health will review that and make sure that there's adequate uh, coverage for the people when they need different procedures or processes. You've been listening to Talk of the Town on Magic 590 and 100.5. Today's guest, Gary McCarthy, the mayor of the city of Schenectady. Talk of the Town will be taking a Christmas and New Year's break for the next couple of weeks and resume in the new year. You can listen to this program as a podcast on albanymagic.com and also bobcudmore.com. I'm Bob Cudmore.